God bless you. Thank you for joining me again on Kingdom Inside. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, today we're going to be looking at uh, the helper that God is sending you. The helper. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life. It doesn't matter what is happening right this moment. God wants to take you and to take you to where he needs to take you. It doesn't matter what the enemy tries to stop. The purposes of God cannot be stopped. But we got to understand that God has sent us the helper, the helper, the Holy Spirit. So today we're going to be looking at that. Uh, stay tuned and I'll be right back as we look at uh, God is sending you help. Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. In order to understand uh, what God is uh, trying to do with our lives and the help that He has sent already, if you've uh, looked at the series that we've done, uh, the previous uh, program we had done here, we talked about the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us to fulfill what God destined and predestined in our lives. Our strength and our ability and our educational background or our tribe or the nationality cannot get things done that only can be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to help you understand some things here today so that you know exactly what God is doing in your life and he wants to do in your life. God wants to take you to a place where only Him can take you. It doesn't matter the a blockage that is in your life, strongholds that is in your life. When He, the Holy Spirit, the Helper and the Guider uh, 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 shows up in our lives, we begin to do things powerfully because we are enabled by the power of the Holy Spirit. To move from where you are today and uh, to see change and to see a difference in your life, you're going to need uh, this Holy Spirit that we've been talking about here. But who is this Holy Spirit? Uh, because uh, uh, in my last program, I had mentioned that uh, the Holy Spirit was not given to us to only feel goosebumps. Uh, you, you can see for the most part in uh, charismatic Pentecostal or whatever, you know, denomination uh, that welcomes the Holy Spirit, you will see that for the most part, what we've done is uh, we have only limited the Holy Spirit to the feelings. He comes upon you. You shake, you shake, or you do your hands like that, and then that's it. That is not quite what is there with the Holy Spirit. He doesn't just come to tickle us. He doesn't just come to make us feel good. He doesn't come to make us feel the goosebumps. Yes, you will feel when he shows up, there is something happens, but we are not supposed to dwell on the feelings. We're supposed to dwell on the sustenance and substance that he brings when he shows up. And that's where we have missed for the most part. Because the jaking and the quaking may be that God is strengthening you and empowering you to rise up. You might man and might woman of valor to go and do 
what he has called you to do. So that's what the Holy Spirit does. He shows up to strengthen you. He shows up to guide you. He shows up to speak to you. So when you feel the power of the Holy Spirit and you are on the carpet there, please get up and rise up at least and go and do what he wants you to do. Let's understand first the person of the Holy Spirit. So that as we understand the person of the Holy Spirit, we're going to understand how to walk with the Spirit of God. Because if we learn how to walk with the Spirit of God, it becomes very easy for us to go to where we need to go. Because we're going to understand God has sent us helper, God has sent us a companion, God has sent us a guider. If you want a GPS, if you go into another country or another city where you've never been before, you depend so much on your GPS or old days, the map. You're going to need the map. Listen to this. The word of God is the GPS that God has given us. It is the map that we need, we have, God has given us to navigate through the places we need to go. But the Holy Spirit is a pointer. He pinpoints where you need to go and He shields you, He protects you. That's why I love the Holy Spirit. You can't do without the Holy Spirit. You can't save Jesus without the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you will just be in dead religion and you're going to rough up people and you won't demonstrate even the character and the nature of God. So who is this Holy Spirit? Who is he? The, the, the power of the Holy Spirit is, uh, first of all, we understand the power of God. So to understand who the Holy Spirit is, we also have to understand who God is. We have to understand the character of God because uh, this is uh, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is uh, the third person of uh, the Trinity. You've heard about the Trinity. There is lots of debate about the Trinity, but what I can tell you is this. Jesus knew the importance of he, the Holy Spirit. That's why he told his disciples, you are not going nowhere. Stay here until I send another comforter. You need him to do what you're supposed to do for the kingdom of God. For kingdom advancement, you're going to need he the Holy Spirit. Stay here. Now, this is the mistake we make. We want to go and do things for the kingdom of God, but we don't have the Spirit of God. Listen, I would rather you have the presence of God or the Holy Spirit than have religious manifesto in your life to try and do things for God. So the Holy Spirit, because he's going to empower you. So the, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. He has appeared throughout scripture as a being through and by whom great works of power are made manifest. I want to say that again. Throughout the scripture, throughout the word of God, the Holy Spirit has appeared through the scripture as a being through and by whom great works of power are manifest. If you want God to manifest the great works of power in your life, you need He the Holy Spirit. You need your flesh to submit to He the Holy Spirit. There is no way the demons can be chasing you or the devils can be chasing you when you are submitted to He the Holy Spirit. So throughout the Bible, the works of the miracle, the power of miracles that we see in the Bible, we are done in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
What did Jesus say as he was uh, stepping out to declare the word of God? Jesus said what? He, he said that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news. He has anointed me to preach the good news. But the key there is uh, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. The spirit of God is upon me. So the third person of the Trinity was with Jesus. The power of the Holy Spirit does not just uh, begin in the New Testament. It was seen actually in the creation of uh, the world. For it was by his power the word came into being. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 2. I just want to read real quick there. Genesis chapter 1 uh, verse 1 to, to 2. Let me just uh, read uh, real quick here uh, so that we understand the power of the Holy Spirit right from the beginning. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to 2. It says, uh, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and darkness was over the first of uh, the deep. And the Spirit of God was overling over the first of uh, the waters. Now, look at that here. Right from the beginning, right the very first chapter that we talk about, we, we, we read in the Bible, the very first chapter addresses uh, the Spirit of God. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? So we see the Spirit of God right from the beginning in the creation work. As God is going to start creating now the world, guess what is overling around? His Spirit began to move. I want to read it again. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the first of the, first of the deep, and the Spirit of God was overling around the first of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good, and God, and, and God separated the light from the darkness. As the Spirit of God was hovering around the waters, God was able to command and to speak light into existence, and darkness was separated from Him, and guess what? Light showed up. So the Spirit of God is actually a light. That's why we say He will guide you. He's like a torch that can lighten your path. So we begin, we, we see that the Spirit of God, uh, we see the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit also empowered men in the Old Testament to bring about God's will. Yes, right in the Old Testament. The, new, the Holy Spirit did not just begin in the New Testament. And we see that in the, in the, in the, uh, in the Old Testament, He empowered men to, to bring, to pass, to do the will of God. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Oh, I want to stop right there. I want to stop right there. Listen to this here. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him, David, in the praises of his brothers. 
And from that day on, when David was anointed with the Spirit of God, that oil is just a symbol of the presence of God or the praise or the Spirit of God. From that day on, when David was anointed with oil, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. And you know what David did throughout history? But you understand this, when you are going to be anointed by anybody or being prayed for by anybody, be careful because uh, whatever they're going to anoint you, that is what's going to come upon you. If the person anointing you do not have the spirit of God and they have some kind of a spirit, guess what comes upon you in power? That is what comes you in, 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 on you in power. And that's why we need men and women who are filled by the presence of God and the spirit of God so that when they pray upon upon your life, when they pray upon you, guess what? Change appears and things begins to work. I remember uh, coming from uh, my background when uh, a man of God prayed for me. The anointing of God, the rich power of the anointing of God changed my life and changed my life forever. And I've never gone back ever since. Yes, we got struggles in this life, but when the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he gives you what? He gives you strength. I want to look also at uh, Exodus chapter 31 verse 2 to 5. The Holy Spirit we see him in the Hebrew Bibles or in, uh, in, in the Old Testament as he came upon the people to empower them to do the work of God to do the will of God or to deliver the will of God. And God wants to come upon you. God's anointing wants to be to, to come upon you. Actually, that's why the Bible says what? In the last days, I will pour out my spirit. Not that people will feel the goosebumps, not that people will feel the tingling, but people will do the will of God. So in Exodus chapter 31, verse 2 to 5, look what we see here. Uh, verse, verse, verse 2 to 31, it says, uh, it says, See, I have called, uh, I have called by name uh, Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Er, uh, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with the ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship. Oh, my goodness. Listen, a, a gift that is not uh, oiled or, 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 or filled up with the Spirit of God is nothing but uh, just uh, uh, another, another, another program. We have programs in our services that are not accompanied by the presence of God. That's why transformation is very difficult nowadays because we have taken He, the Holy Spirit, out of the place and we are the ones who are leading and doing everything. That's not what it was meant to be. God did not say we do things for His kingdom in within our power, in within our wisdom, in our, within our own experiences. He said the Holy Spirit. Look at this man here. When the Holy Spirit came upon me, upon him, guess what was given? He says, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with ability and intelligence, and with knowledge and all craftsmanship. I want you right now to declare wherever you are that God fill me with your Spirit. And as you fill me with your Spirit and the power of the Spirit of God, fill me with wisdom. Fill me with the abilities to do greater things.
Fill me with knowledge and all the greatness of your praises over my life so that I can do things for your kingdom. That should be your prayer. Let's continue here. Uh, We see also numbers. I want to take you to numbers here real quick. Numbers chapter 27 verse 18. We see also there that the Holy Spirit came upon God's people. What did he say? Numbers 18. Numbers 18. So the Lord said to Moses, take Joshua the son of Nun, a man in a man in whom is the spirit and lay your hand on him. Oh my goodness, may it be said about you that you are a man and a woman in whom the spirit of God dwells. May the enemy see that in you there is the spirit of God that lives in you. And this is the cry because uh, when the praises of God and when the Holy Spirit is upon us, there is no power, there is nothing that the enemy can do to destroy the purposes of God. Now, although the Spirit uh, did not permanently indwell God's people in the Old Testament, he worked through them and he gave them power to achieve things they would have never been able to accomplish on their own. I want you to know, yes, in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God came upon people. And they did incredible things for God. They did wonders. They did mighty things. But we have a better covenant. We have a greater covenant. We have been given actually the Spirit of God right in within us. You have the Spirit of God. If you are born again, born of the Spirit of God, you have the Spirit of God in you. And that Spirit is not there just for you to feel Him once in a while when you go to a service. He is there so that you can call upon Him to lead you, to guide you, to empower you, to do things that you cannot do. You're feeling overwhelmed. Listen, He can give you the strength. You're feeling uh, tired and uh, panicking. He can give you the peace you need. When the Spirit of God is there, there is nothing that the demons can do. That's why the Bible says where the Spirit of God is, uh, or the presence of God is, uh, there is what? There is a freedom from manipulation, freedom from sickness, freedom from diseases, freedom from poverty, freedom from struggling, because He, the Spirit that is in you, He does not struggle. That is the reason we struggle as people, but the Holy Spirit does not struggle. That's why we need him. So in the the Old Testament, he came upon people, as we can see in in the story of Samuel. Sorry, Samson. Uh, uh, All of Samson's strength and power are directly uh, attributed uh, to the Spirit of God coming upon, uh, upon him, upon Samson. Jesus promised uh, the the Spirit as a permanent guide. He did not say he will just come upon you and then he goes, as we saw in the Old Testament, the promise of the Holy Spirit coming upon us was a permanent guide. We see that in John chapter 14 verse 16 to 18. Jesus promised uh, the Spirit as a permanent guide, as a teacher as a seal of salvation and a comforter for all believers. Let that first sink in right there. John, I want to read John 14. John 14, 
verse 16, it says, uh, And I will ask the Father, He will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom, whom the world cannot receive. If you are in the world, you cannot receive Him. Because it is neither sees Him or knows Him. You know him, for, the, for he dwells with you and uh, will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live in you. Because I live, you also will live. Listen, things that he, 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 the Holy Spirit comes to do is... Uh, to guide, he brings that guidance and he brings, uh, he's the best teacher you can ever have. He's the best mentor you can ever have. He's the greater masterpiece teacher that you can have in your life because he's going to convict you uh, and conviction is not condemnation. So when he's convicting you, listen, conviction can save your life. Condemnation can break your life. So God does not bring condemnation. That's why the Bible says there is no condemnation to those who are in God. Yes, but you, you, you don't have to continue to sin because uh, the Holy Spirit will convict you so that you can repent and turn back to him. So Jesus promised the Holy Spirit as a permanent guide. He also promised the Holy Spirit's power would help his followers, the disciples, to spread the message of the gospel around the world. What enables us to declare the word of God, even when we don't have enough money, even when we don't have what we need in life, it is the enablement and the power of the Holy Spirit. It can keep your passion going. It can keep your desires for the things of God burning. Why? Because when the Spirit of God is in you everything outside that norm attained of Acts chapter 1 verse 8 look at this here he says to Jesus says uh, says here uh, but you will receive uh, power when the Holy Spirit uh, comes uh, on you power will come when the Holy Spirit comes uh, on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Let's di dissect that scripture right now. First, you begin to understand if you've been in ministry for a long time, you're going to understand that ministry is not easy. To go for the disciples to go and declare the word of God in Jerusalem. And remember, they just crucified Jesus somewhere there. Uh, so for, for, for the disciples to continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ after what they saw done to Jesus Christ, they will need some Holy Spirit. They will need the Holy Spirit enablement. For them to go into all Judea, they will need the enablement of the Holy Spirit. For them to go into Samaria, they, they will need the enablement of the Holy Spirit. And for them to go to the ends of earth, they will need the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said, stay here. I'm going to send another comforter. Listen, as a preacher, you got to understand that you can't preach the word of God and transformation of the word of God without the power of the Holy Spirit. Because our, we are just vessels to declare the oracles of God. 
God, at the end of the day, it is the power of the Holy Spirit that brings change. I can't change nobody. I can never change nobody. Nobody changed me. But the Spirit of God working in man had brought change in my life. That's why you need to get hold of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit in you that is going to bring your family to God. It is the Holy Spirit in you that is going to bring healing in your marriage. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, it is not going to happen. So that's why we need the Spirit of God. Jesus was telling them, you will receive power. In another way, power will come upon you when I send the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit. And when you receive Him and that power has come upon you, now you can go to Jerusalem, declare the Word of God. You can go to Old Judea, declare the Word of God. You can go to Samaria, declare the Word of God. And go to all the ends of the earth. You can declare declare the word of God. Why was that important? Because you begin to understand they had a lot of challenges to just preach the word of God. Some were beheaded. Some were, you know, uh, beaten up. But they continued to preach the word of God because when you are in the spirit, you can't feel the power. You can't feel the, the pain of uh, the flesh. The salvation of souls is a supernatural work only made possible by the Holy Spirit's power at work in the world. We can change nobody. But the Spirit of God working in within us, working in within our words, working in within our spirit is what can change and transform people. What may, may we, we got to understand that point right now that it is the Holy Spirit that changes people. I want to pray with you uh, before we go. We'll continue on this topic. And next topic uh, we're going to be looking at, we're going to be looking at the purpose of the Holy Spirit uh, in your life. We'll look at the purpose of the Holy Spirit. But I want to pray with you. I don't want you to go without releasing that, me releasing that praises of God over your life. It doesn't matter what is going on. Just submit your life to the Holy Spirit and he will change you. Come on, just declare, dear Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me today. I repent. I turn back to you in Jesus' name. I receive you as my personal Savior, my guide, my comforter, and my transformation. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving my sins today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. If you've prayed that prayer, you are a child of God today. Go find a Bible-believing church and surrender your life there and continue to grow and grow. And may the Lord bless you and thank you for joining me here today. Join me again as well. Look at the purpose of the Holy Spirit. God has sent you help through the Holy Spirit. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.